Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rust Report on the Bet 1520. We have one of the premier restaurateurs in upstate New York. David Schutte is with us today. And if you've heard of the Creekview Restaurant in Williamsville and one of the top restaurants in New York State, Oliver's and Brightsmith Brewing, this is the guy who oversees and owns these operations. To tell you a little bit about his background, David Schutte's journey from his hometown in Manhattan and back again tells a story of exploration. Born and raised in Buffalo, David pursued his passion for hospitality by graduating from the Culinary Institute of America in 84. He went on to pursue his bachelor's degree at Cornell University School of Hotel Administration in 88, which is one of the top hotel schools in the world. From there, he took a varietal challenge with a wine internship at the renowned Cabernet producer Freemark Abbey Winery in Napa Valley. He then moved to the bright lights of New York City, where he worked for the legendary restaurateur Joe Baum as the assistant food and beverage manager at the famed Rainbow Room atop the Rockefeller Center the age of 29, with his culinary and management skills finally honed, he returned home and opened his first restaurant in 94, Babalu, in Allentown, featuring Caribbean-themed fare and cocktails. Let's first talk about Cornell. Now, this is one of the uh, top hotel schools worldwide. Uh, tell us about your experience there and how that has helped you with your career with the Creekview Oliver's and Brightsmith Brewing. Uh, thanks, Brian. I was just share that when I was at the Culinary Institute, there was a phenomenal uh, culinary program, um, but it was only a two-year um, associate's degree in culinary arts. And I felt at a young age, I, I had passions of being a chef um, for sure at that time, but saw a possible future in, in owning a restaurant and thought I needed a little bit more uh, experience and, and uh, knowledge uh, which then took me to uh, Cornell. Again, uh, we're fortunate to have that school just two and a half hours away from, from Buffalo. So it was, a, it was a great choice. I was fortunate to get in. Um, they Unfortunately, they only gave me 17 credit hours uh, towards uh, the two years I, I put in at, at the culinary. But I enjoyed my three and a half years there. My father was generous enough to uh, to support me in that. Um, but, yeah, Cornell really gave me the, um, the fundamental uh, management background, everything from... Um, finance to marketing to economic 
economics, uh, uh, people skills. You know, we had uh, a variety of uh, bachelor, you know, uh, uh, core classes that we had to take there. And it was actually just great to be in the uh, in the great Cornell University campus. And you know, I took uh, a couple other elective courses in the art school and in the ag- agriculture school. So it was a really great experience. Wonder- wonderful. Now you worked with the uh, legendary Rainbow Room atop Rockefeller Center, which is one of the most um, famous uh, restaurants in the world. And of course, Rockefeller Center is a magnificent area right near St. Patrick's Cathedral. Um, what was it like uh, working in the Rainbow Room at Rockefeller Center? Uh, it was certainly eye-opening for me at a young age of, uh, I think I started there when I was 24 years old. Um, and again, that was a Cornell connection. Uh, Joe Baum uh, was a Cornell graduate as well. Um, he came from a, a family uh, in Saratoga, New York, uh, that owned several hotels. And uh, he went to Cornell and then uh, found himself in New York City. Uh, in a legend, you know, a lot of, I think, our listeners probably don't know uh, Joe personally. He passed away probably 15 years ago. Um, but he was responsible for uh, many of the great restaurants in New York in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and uh, including the Four Seasons, um, Windows on the World with his, um, now gone, unfortunately. Um, and Aurora, which is a, a restaurant that I was working at uh, for him before we opened the Rainbow Room. So it was kind of a neat experience to be part of the opening team um, when we renovated the, the Rainbow Room in '88. Uh, I was able to work uh, with the uh, same uh, French chef, uh, Gerard Pango, at, uh, at Aurora. And then uh, we opened up the Rainbow Room to uh, a lot of praise and uh, fans. And it, it was so many great stories uh, that, that I, I had coming out of there, and um, the stars that would play there, and uh, the food, the, the, the bands, it was just an experience that I don't know if we'll ever see it again. Uh, let's ask how, if you can explain how this past experience at Cornell and the Rainbow Room helps you when you're running restaurants in Buffalo, New York, such as the Creekview, Oliver's, and Brightsmith uh, Brewing. How do you bring that knowledge and talent here to Western New York? I think the centerpiece of my experience at the Ringler Room and working for Joe was um, a word called hospitality. And, you know, he believed in it. He, he bred all of his employees to, to believe in it. And, um, that experience that I had there providing hospitality, not only uh, in the quality of food and wine, but the way we made people feel uh, when they left uh, that experience um, allowed me to bring that to Buffalo. And when I opened up Creekview, um, it certainly was a little bit different than uh, the Rainbow Room. And everybody said, you know, what are you going to do to Creekview? I'm like, well, I'm going to make Creekview the best it, it can be. It's, it's supposed to be a neighborhood restaurant with great uh, Buffalo, you know, themed fare. Um, but if we uh, bring hospitality and quality to to the to Creekview, it's going to be a success. And you know, I'm very fortunate to this day. At uh, 26 years later, it's still successful and, and going strong. And then it allowed me to then uh, pursue another restaurant. Um, uh, Henry Carino, uh, the former uh, owner of Oliver's, approached me, and um, it was a great opportunity that I was able to then uh, kind of express a lot of the more fine dining. 
experience I had at the Rainbow Room um, at Oliver's and, and kind of uh, take over Oliver's and, and bring it to its glory of uh, what it's been for 85 years, you know, and Henry did a wonderful job with it. And uh, I, I'm just the caretaker now for the next uh, well, 20 years or however long I'm going to keep it. But I'm fortunate to have uh, hired a, a quality staff. My partner, Ross Warhol, um, has been my chef now for six years. He's helped me open up Brightsmith, and uh, we've got another venture cooking in Hamburg, which is his hometown, uh, so we're excited for that, too. But, you know, I think hospitality is the one word I would use that uh, is a centerpiece for all three of my restaurants, and that's what I really brought from, from the Rainbow Room. How do you keep people coming back? If they walk into Creekview, Oliver's, or Brightsmith Brewing and have a wonderful steak or a fish dinner, um, how do you get them to come back for return business, which is so important in your industry? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we wouldn't be the success we are without the repeat business, of course. And um, I think when we provide that hospitality and that quality of food and, and wine and, and cocktails, that it, uh, it evokes a memory in them that, that, you know, when they're looking for entertainment or they're, they're hungry, they're looking to bring their friends or their colleagues, business associates, uh, and they can count on, on that quality and consistency at our restaurants. Um, and I think that's one of the, one of the key pieces that uh, allows us to have that repeat business. Now, David Schutte, you could work anywhere in the world with your uh, great educational background with Cornell University School of Hotel Administration. You worked in the Rainbow Room. You have several restaurants in the Buffalo area. Why, why did you choose to make Buffalo your foundation here? Um, that would be uh, my family uh, and my friends. Um, you know, born and raised. Uh, went to Williamsville South High School and graduated in 82. Um, still have many of those great friends uh, to this day. And, uh, you know, my mom and dad were still um, in Buffalo at the time. My, my dad has passed away, but my mom actually just moved back um, from Florida um, to be close to her family and friends. Uh, so she's back in the in the area. So, uh, yeah, I could have gone to a lot of uh, great spots, and you know, I, I considered going to California and working out there, but just didn't want to be that far away from my family. And you know, as challenging as New York State can be um, with its uh, politics and things, it's still one of the greatest states in in the country. And Buffalo is certainly, my feeling, is the greatest city in uh, in New York State. Very good. We're learning a great deal from a premier restaurateur in western New York, upstate New York, David Schutte. And he uh, is the owner of the Creekview Restaurant in Williamsville, Oliver's Restaurant and Catering a Company in Buffalo, and Brightsmith Brewing in Amherst, New York. If you're listening to the Bet 1520 in Amherst or Manhattan or Toronto, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, the Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little plug here, West New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Eagle has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance. By reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. 
for home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. Give the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guests, author Allison Pataki, daughter of Governor George Pataki, William Doyle, who wrote the book Titan of the Senate about U.S. Senator Orrin Hatch, and Richard Earle, grandson of the famous designer of the original Corvette, Harley Earle. Coming up, we'll have former New York State Republican Chairman Ed Cox, Castle Harlan, Chairman of the Board, John K. Castle, and Ambassador Eric Javits. A little bit more information about our guest today, David Schutte. In 96, he moved on to purchase the Creekview Restaurant in Williamsville, New York, another hometown favorite that he is proud to own to this day. Creekview has been known in western New York for decades for its fine food and incredible view of Ellicott Creek. In spring of 2013, David Schutte acquired Oliver's Restaurant and Catering Company. Carrying on the 85-year history of fine dining in Buffalo, David Schutte's team renovated the dining room in the fall of 2021 by updating the bar and dining room to reflect a warm, modern ambiance. Together with executive chef and now partner Ross Warhol and his culinary team, Oliver has achieved many accolades, including a perfect 10 out of 10 stars from the Buffalo News, AAA prestigious Four Diamond Award for seven years in a row, and Wine Spectator's Grand Award for its varied and deep wine list. Oliver also remains constant as Buffalo's premier caterer and is the exclusive caterer to some of the most historic events in Buffalo, New York. Let's talk about the Creekview Restaurant. I've been there many times. It's wonderful. Nice, relaxing atmosphere. And again, the view of Ellicott Creek. Uh, Tell us about this. You've had it now for uh, 26 years. What is it all about, David Schutte? Yeah, it's a historic building and built in the the early 1900s. I think it was a hotel, actually, uh, in a brothel back in the early uh, years. Uh, Kind of was a tavern a little bit in in the 30s called Romans, and uh, then became the Sportsman's uh, Lodge in the 50s. And then in 71, Bill and Esther Lombardo purchased it and uh, renamed it the Creekside. And they, uh, they did not own the building. They just owned, they rented from uh, Lou Claire, who is the building owner. And uh, they're the ones that probably put Creekview on the map for its great food and homemade desserts and, uh, and hospitality. So, and they added a few more seats uh, into the dining room uh, to, to expand the size of the restaurant. Um, in 81, unfortunately, their lease ended and they didn't uh, want to stay there, so they moved. And the new owners uh, that I purchased it from in 96, the Gallanter family, um, renamed it Creekview. So a lot of people still call it Creekside to this day. Uh, and uh, it's now, but it's been Creekview since 81, believe it or not. Uh, it, for me, you know, what, what makes Creekview so special are the people. Um, it's, it's the neighbors, the, 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 the guests that come in every day. Um, and the reason they come in is, is obviously for uh, for the food and and, uh, and the great view and, and cocktails. But it's the people that work there too uh, have been with me, and they're the ones that carry the torch every day and, and bring that hospitality and that, that experience that people enjoy um, every day there. So I've got my manager Barb has been there for 25 years. Uh, Ryan, my one 
sous chef has been there for 25 years. Um, Jack, bartender, has been there for 26 years. So it's a it's a an all-star cast uh, from uh, the Creek Cubes experience, and they they really do a wonderful job. And I, I, all my staff at all my restaurants, um, I credit every day uh, our success is, is all due to them. Very good. Now let's. Let's uh, change uh, to another area of, of uh, Buffalo, about eight miles away, Oliver's Restaurant and Catering Company. When people think of Oliver's, they think of some of the finest gourmet food in upstate New York. Let's talk about the history of Oliver's and what's new and exciting there under your ownership, David Schutte. Thanks, Brian. You know, Oliver's history is, is somewhat similar to Creekview in the sense that it was kind of the neighborhood restaurant in North Buffalo um, back when Frank Oliver opened it in uh, 1936. Um, it didn't have the, the glamorous decor and, and, and fine food it does today, but you know back then there was more of the, uh, the comfort foods, if you will, that, uh, that they presented in the I think then in the 50s, the, uh, the next family that took over um, kind of elevated the fare and, and the experience, and uh, certainly Henry Garino purchased it in 83, um, brought it to its next level. So uh, it's, it's, again, some of the most uh, prestigious uh, politicians and actors and singers have all uh, graced our pres- their presence on our doors. And uh, it's been wonderful for me to be able to take my – New York experience and, uh, and certainly eating in some of the great restaurants around the world, being able to provide some of those experiences at Oliver's, uh, while at the same time, Oliver's has its own life that needed to change again in, in uh, 21, and COVID certainly uh, it helped in a, in a strange way to, uh, to pivot a little bit and uh, attract a younger, uh, more diverse crowd, if you will. Um, and again, that team that's uh, there, led by my chef Ross Warhol and uh, Chris Keller, CDC, um, and our general manager Mike Ciancio. It's a young team there, and their their experience that they've brought to the table has really changed um, the way people perceive Oliver's. It's not just your you know restaurant that your grandfather went to or you went as a, as a child. It's it's certainly all centered based on on the energy in the room and, and the craft cocktails that the guys are making. And the girls are, are providing, um, and it's more of an upbeat, vibrant uh, place, still with the elegance of Oliver's, like it's had. It's just more you know, up up to date, if you will, um, but still enjoyed by many of the fine people of Buffalo, and uh, we're very fortunate for our, our loyal loyal following. Yes, Oliver's is probably the most prestigious uh, restaurant in uh, the city of Buffalo. So we salute you for. Uh, purchasing and growing that business at Oliver's. Our guest today is David Schutte, premier restaurateur in upstate New York, with such holdings as the Creekview Restaurant, Oliver's Restaurant and Catering Company, and Brightsmith Brewing. If you're listening in Montreal, South Buffalo, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power as we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. Please write to Brian Rusk, The Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European 
listeners a little more information about David Schutte. He continues to operate Schutte Hospitality Group and has its sights on a few more projects in western New York, in particular Perennial, a farm-to-table restaurant which he and his partner Ross Warhol hope to open in the fall of 2024 in Hamburg, New York. Let's talk about COVID. Um, I could never understand why uh, the county and the state of New York shut down places, even with COVID, if they had the distancing and the masks. I don't think they had to lay off one person in the restaurant and hospitality industry for the last couple of years. How did you survive? How tough was it? How stupid were, were the COVID regulations? David Schutte. Uh Thanks, Brian. Yeah, what a, a wild time for all of us. You know, certainly when uh, COVID came on, I think the whole world was, was shook to its core, uh, not understanding what it was. But in my experience is, you know, we quickly did understand kind of what it was in the direction it was going. Um, and I thought we, we took, you know, understandable proper measures to ensure the safety of both the workers and and our guests and, and all the people but it went on for way too long you know and the social the, the distancing and the masks I, I think it was I don't know just kind of silly for me um, to, to think about it but you know it was a roller coaster ride for me and, and, and our staff um, but you know we, we dug in like we always do and we uh, we survived you know we said okay we were to take out and and we did take out to the, to the max, and it was uh, what, what allowed us to keep our, our core teams employed and, and uh, benefits being paid. And uh, as soon as you know the, the first wave was over, we reopened in June. Um, and of course, they had you know the, the distancing and all that stuff going on. Um, it was frustrating for, for sure. Didn't it bother you particularly that in Florida everything was open and here in New York State you had to be shut down? Yeah, of course, that, that was very bothersome, right? I mean, why does each state have a different policy? And, I, again, I'm not a politician, but it, it was certainly frustrating for me. Let's talk about the in-place now in Amherst, New York, on the other side of the creek. We're talking about Brightsmith uh, Brewing. If you could tell us all about this exciting place that a lot of young people like to come in and drive 20, 30 miles to go to Brightsmith uh, Brewing, what type of food, entertainment, ambiance do you have at Brightsmith Brewing in Williamsville, New York? Yeah, thanks, Brian. Brightsmith was... uh my brainchild in the sense that we had this opportunity across the creek from Creekview, and the uh, the doctors that owned it, uh, my good friends, uh, Steve Sharp and David Reagan, um, were trying to lease it for a year, and uh, unsuccessfully, and they came to me to say, well, let's open it up uh, for other ideas, and I said, I got an idea, and I had a, a good fortune of uh, my friend, Nate Root, who um, is, was my director of operations, along with Clay Keel, and uh, who hired my, my brewer, Devin Erpen. And uh, it was it was a fun fun project in the sense that, you know, we have this great uh, beer garden in the back, and the brewery idea kind of came to me because it's a hot category, of course. Um, but my the difference for me uh, with Brightsmith is that, you know, it's not just about the beer. Certainly it's a big part of it, um, but it's the craft uh, uh, cocktails that we're making, uh, the wood-fired pizzas, the uh, smash burgers, and uh, and again, just the hospitality and, and 
environment is very appealing for, for many of the Western New Yorkers. Very good. Now, you're involved with something that's going to be, um, in two years, perennial, a farm-to-table restaurant. If you explain to our listeners, if they're listening in Toronto or Buffalo or northern Florida, what is a farm-to-table restaurant? What venue will this be? Well, so interesting. My, my chef, uh, Ross, is a, his hometown is Hamburg, and you know, his dream is always to have his own restaurant, and um, he's still going to be, you know, part of the whole group um, going forward. But this is going to be kind of his idea coming through and, and some of his experiences working in uh, some great restaurants around the world, uh, including the French Laundry, Alinea in Chicago, uh, and El Bulli. And, and uh, he's, he's quite a talent. And uh, farm to table is, is interesting. We use that. And I know it's been used a lot, but literally the building we purchased is an old nursery, and it has a... Uh, a greenhouse right on the property and we are going to be growing all of our our vegetables and herbs and uh the like and to use in our restaurant and it's going to be really truly just a a a great experience and not not fine dining just wonderful food in a a casual farmhouse uh atmosphere something you'd find if you go over to europe and uh you know sit on a little you know a little restaurant and have just just amazing, you know, fresh quality, fresh ingredients, and uh, creative cuisine. So that's going to be a fun one. So stay tuned. That should be uh, about a year and a half, two years from now. Okay. Now, it's one thing to own Oliver's and be regarded as one of the top restaurants in New York State. It's another thing to keep it to those prestigious standards with the AAA Four Diamond Award, Wine Spectator's Grand Award. How do you keep Oliver's up to these international standards? You know, it's, it's all about the, my staff. Um, everybody from, from Ross and his culinary team and, uh, and Chris, my pastry chef, who makes everything, all the breads in-house and all the desserts. Uh, our sommelier, uh, Anthony Pandolfi, who keeps our, our wine list curated and uh, well, well-preserved. Um, and the hospitality that uh, Mike Ciancio, my general manager, and his team deliver on the floor. And uh, it's their, their dedication and effort every day that, that keeps us atop uh, the restaurant scene. So it's, it's a total credit to them. How many employees uh, do you have in all your different restaurants in western New York? Um, total about 300. Um, the catering company will start, you know, is growing. It, it ebbs and flows, right? So, you know, we have 42 weddings booked this year, and now a lot of the corporate events are coming back. So our catering team is very busy, and uh, that's uh, what puts us kind of over the 300 mark. Um, but our core staff is just generally about 200 to 225. So the other uh, 75 people are hired basically seasonal. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close on the Bet 1520. We've learned a lot from premier restaurateur David Schutte, who has a tremendous educational background with the Culinary Institute of America and Cornell University School of Hotel Administration. He now owns uh, the Creekview Restaurant prestigious Oliver's Restaurant and Catering Company, and Brightsmith uh, Brewing. Again, if you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk at the Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Amherst, New York, 14226. 
A special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the last 15 years, and thank you for enlightening us about the challenging and exciting uh, restaurant field. David Schutte, our guest today on the Rusk Report on the Bet 1520. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.